Hey, it's me. I'm a little early today. Oh, hello. Yes, you are early. Yeah, I was just on my way downtown to meet Brad, but I was like, ah, I should call first and do a podcast. So, yeah, so this might be a bit of a shorter one, but yeah, I thought I would, you know, okay. do that. Because it's easier to do it today than to try to do it some other day. And this is not like an important thing necessarily. It's uh, Brad uh, went to the States for work and he bought a bunch of American junk food and candy and stuff. And he's going to the dentist tomorrow. So he's like, hey man, if you want to eat any American junk food, like it's today or nothing. So. Now you'll have to let me know what's different than what we have here. I don't think there's, there used to be a whole lot of different stuff, but I don't think there is so much now. Yeah, and there's stuff too. I mean, I didn't even realize most of it was Canadian, except there's a, a website where you can buy Canadian candy, Canadian chocolate bars and stuff. I guess it's for people that came to the U.S. for school, you know, and then they would go back to the States and not be able to get, uh, I don't know, coffee crisp or whatever, whatever our chocolate bars are. So when I looked at that website, I realized, like, we actually do have a lot of stuff they don't have. But uh, vice versa, I don't know. I guess we'll see. Yeah, they used to have mounds, I remember. You can get mounds here now. They're like uh, coconuts with the, the nut on the top, and they're called mounds. Right. And it's like a long bar. Uh, but I remember when we first moved to Campobello, when I was in high school, I'd never seen mounds before. But you could get them uh, uh, over in Lubeck, in Maine. Right. Um, I mean, we have, like, Bounty, though, right? It's pretty much the same thing. Yeah, we have Bounty now. But at the time when I was growing up, I don't remember Bounty. <laughs> now, these uh, mounds were quite quite different. Like, we're too far north to get coconut products. <laughs> <laughs> well, we had mostly, like, you know, caramel and Milky Way and uh, those kind of things. Uh, there were a couple of, couple of things that you could just get in the States. But now, I don't know. I think when I go through there and I stop, I, it, it, there's nothing that you say, oh, yeah, I can only get that there. Got to get some. I think in general, too, I mean, just from being in uh, New York for the year and a half, that, um, I mean, uh, this is just comparing crappiness to crappiness, but it does seem like our stuff is a little bit better. Like, I don't know, our chocolate and stuff is just, uh, it's a bit better. Like, they're, you know, they have M&Ms instead of Smarties, or if they do have Smarties, they're like different and chalky and weird so yeah it, it's not much to plant your flag in <laughs> that our chocolate bars are mildly better but i think they are a little better i should go online sometime yeah and check out i never i never thought about chocolate bars that were just of canadian origin yeah well i guess that's kind of neat too i always thought that was kind of cool uh campobello i guess we'll just give the quick rundown but campobello island how many people live there like two thousand people oh no no not that but about twelve hundred so it's just Maybe not even that now, cause it's, right. uh, but, but when we were there, there was about, uh, they always said 1,200 regular residents, 2,000 in the summer when you had the tourists. Yeah, and it's a real weird thing because it is a literal island with a bridge connecting it, but the island is Canadian, but then when you cross the bridge, you're in the U.S. <laughs> this is very yeah. strange. And you've got to drive a distance through the states to get back into Canada. You got to drive uh, 70 miles through the state of Maine to get back in Canada. Man, that is a truly weird thing. And I mean, that's got to be the easiest border to cross of all time because everyone just crosses it all the time. And even when you take the ferry in the summer, which is a very nice trip to take, oh Lord, that takes you forever. I mean, if you're driving through the states, you're looking at about an hour to get there. But if you're going on the ferry to cross over, yeah, you better plan on a good two to three hours. I wonder what the history is. There must be like a Wikipedia page, but like it seems real weird that that is 
Canadian and not American, you know, just just for bookkeeping and just ease of access, like it's a strange thing. Yeah, but see, you got all those islands that you got Deer Island. Well, Graham and Ann, I can see. Graham and Ann Island is is sort of out there. Um, but Deer Island is very, very close to the American border, too, and they never grabbed it either. I think it had something to do with the, you know, the War of Independence in the States. You know, they were fighting for the mainland, and, um, you know, you had Campobello, there, there were some American claims put on it, but, hey, if you're fighting for the mainland and you want the Brits to get out, you're not going to be spending a whole lot of time going for a little piece of ground. Right. So they're just you gotta like, take a boat to to get to. Yeah, they're just not paying attention, and then when they do, they're like, "What? There's a bunch of Canadians on that island? Uh, whatever, <laughs> fine. Build them a bridge, I guess." <laughs> it has all kinds of wild stories about it, though. That uh, before that bridge was built, people who were born the closest hospital was in Eastport, which is no distance at all by boat. You might be on a boat 20 minutes to get to Eastport. Uh, all kinds of people who were born on boats oh, man. ended up having dual citizenship. Because when the boat landed, and the baby might have been born, but uh, was he in Canadian waters or in American waters? Well, usually they just gave him uh, American citizenship because, well, geez, you get in the water and you're practically there, so. Man, I guess that, that's weird because, like, it's a weird trade-off because, you know, you always hear about, you know, the, the panicked drive to the hospital. So, obviously, the boat ride to the hospital is way, way worse. But well, yes. But maybe it were a low tide. I mean, because the tides in the in the Bay of Fundy are the highest tides in the world. And right. if you had some pregnant woman who had to climb down off a breakwater <laughs> uh, to down the steps because the, they're steep to get into a boat to go over to Eastport, like holy, yes, <laughs> that I, must have been an experience. That is, yeah. So that's that's terrible. But man, dual dual citizenship is awesome, though. Like <laughs> that's that's the it one upside. It was, but it wasn't. Um, when we first moved to the island, the, the well, the Vietnam War was was big time in the states, and there were kids that I, I think I've told you this before that I that I knew who couldn't go across the border because if they did, they'd be nabbed for the draft. Right. Because the draft was in at the time. Oh, and, and they, they were had, technically they American. Oh yeah, shit. Because, see, they were born in the States. They were really Canadians. Um, and uh, so they were, like, avoiding the draft. So they didn't want to be nabbed and sent over to Vietnam. So they could not They could not leave Campobello Island because the only way to get across, there was no ferry at that time, it was the bridge. Man, that is, yeah, that's bizarre. Because, yeah, like, there's a lot of draft dodgers, of course. And it's like, yeah, so what? you got to live in Canada. Like, uh, William Gibson, the guy that kind of coined the the term cyberpunk he uh that happened to him he moved to vancouver to avoid the draft and he just stayed but if you're stuck on a tiny little island <laughs> with a thousand people yeah. and it's only because of, a, of a, it, at least guys who were draft dodgers americans who moved to canada and lived there that was a choice that they made right these people it wasn't a choice it was they just happened to be i was born on a boat give me a break boat thing. <laughs> or, or you know or they were born in machias where there was a hospital in machias too <laughs> Um, or they were born at a medical center across the border because there was no such thing on the island. I suppose their mothers were freaking out, you know, they're about to be born. They want to be somewhere where there's medical care. So you just went there, not knowing that 18 years later there would be a war in Vietnam and your child would have dual citizenship and could be nabbed for the draft. You know, whoever, whoever would have thought that yeah. <laughs> when you're in the, in the throes of giving birth. 
That's I just, like, just, just want to get it over with. Yeah, that didn't even cross my mind because I'm just thinking, like, I knew quite a few people in the States that had dual, or some people had triple citizenship, and it just seems so fun. If you're in your 20s or whatever, hey, I'll move to the States, I'll get a job at a pizza place, <laughs> just whatever. Yeah, like, I definitely wasn't thinking. Well, see, I wouldn't war. have thought anything of it either if I had never moved there. But I, we were living there at right at that relevant time. And, you know, we go across the border just to, you know, get a pizza or go to the movies or whatever. But here were certain people that we knew who couldn't go because they couldn't run the risk of being nabbed at the border. Right. Yeah, and it really is like, you, especially on Campobello, like, I mean, I guess you know better than me, but uh, but it really is like you live your life in both countries. Because <laughs> uh, I think the last time I went to visit, I was probably seventh grade, maybe, when I went to just hang out uh, with JD for a week or whatever. And you could definitely, maybe it was eighth grade, but you could definitely feel the the shift of, like, with them in their country life, like, they were all about just going across the bridge to the States and hanging out with the kids over there and drinking and stuff. And I really was just like, like, dude, can we just hang out and play Super Nintendo? Because <laughs> I would way rather do that. Oh, there's that buzz in the phone again, just like last yeah. week. Man, it's really loud. even though I was only there for two years. That, that was quite an quite an international awakening. Oh, hey there. People would just think you're just living on some rinky-dink little island somewhere down in the Bay of Fundy. But, it, no, it did have a whole international flair because of its connection with the states. Yeah, big, uh, big provincial Maine, <laughs> where all of the heavy hitters live. <laughs> well, well, I got to know quite a bit about Maine because of that. Because every time you drove, you had to go to St. Stephen, you drove through there. So you knew all these little, all these places in Maine that normally you never, you just drive through and never pay any attention to them. But if you drive back and through there, like, for a number of years, oh yeah, you get to know the places. And you know, like Copper, Machias, and Eastport, and Medibamps, and all these Pembroke, all these weird places that normally people would not know. Well, this would be an extremely short episode because it's only been 10 minutes, but uh, that buzzing really is, it's a, it's a little too much, I think. Yeah, it's bad. Okay, and maybe we should sign off and try again next week. Yeah, yeah hopefully that uh, doesn't continue to be a thing. It only lasted last time for like the first three minutes. It wasn't really so bad. But uh, but I did notice when I was editing, like, yeah, that, that three minutes was a little rough, <laughs> a little yeah. tough well, to get what through. What was weird about this, it started off very, very clear and then just out of nowhere. There it is. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. I guess if that keeps being a problem, maybe we'll have to figure something out. I don't know what, but some kind of phone, other kind I've, of phone. I've got, or a, I've got a treat in my pocket for the little dog that lives up the road, and I've got this own, my own dog here digging in my pocket trying to get it out. <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> All right, well, yeah, so I guess this is a super, super short episode, but... Uh, but I guess I was going to Brad's eat candy anyway. We talked about candy, so we got okay. there. We go. That's the topic Enjoy for this week. Enjoy the sweets. Let me know next week what is, what what he what he got that might be different that sure. we didn't uh, but that we've never experienced here. Oh, and uh, just in case I forget, I'll tell you what I was gonna talk about. But we'll just try to remember for next time. Is I keep seeing stories in the news about flooding in Sackville or not Sackville, Perth Andover. The, the flood situation in Perth Andover. Yeah, so I was literally just going to talk about the weather. But yeah, we'll save it. We'll save it for next time. Yeah, maybe maybe by next week we'll know if they either had a flood or not. Yeah, so it'll be more exciting. <laughs> and maybe we'll get one down here to give us a little bit of livelihood. Because right. there's still a few ice jams that could give us a little grief. 
All right. So I guess, yeah, the podcast gods have spoken. I guess we're done. Okay. So I'll talk to you next week. Okay. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye.